welcome back to another episode. I'm really excited for today's topic because this is something that's always fascinated me. I feel like I have a little bit of experience um, seeing psychics before in the past. I think I've had maybe my own little psychic abilities, um, but I'm just going to dive into this whole phenomenon. going to tell you a little bit of history, a little bit of my opinion, uh, and yeah, I'm excited. Okay, so first, I'm going to give a backstory of something that happened uh, a few months ago to me and two of my friends. So, We were in LA and we were hanging out. I think it was like a Sunday. We were getting brunch and we were kind of bored and we were like, should we go see a psychic? Like, like, let's just do something crazy right now. So we were like, okay, there's a psychic right here. Let's just go in, right? We didn't even, we looked at a few reviews and she had a couple reviews. Now this specific building, it was a mom and daughter, but the daughter is who we saw. The mom was not there. So the mom is the one who had all the good reviews okay i feel like this is important okay and the daughter we later saw had a terrible review basically we go in i was kind of nervous to be honest there was different readings that you could do i don't remember all of them but some of them were just like a palm reading uh ooh, i don't know the one me and my friend both did was the same one it was more of like the generic reading like you go in there and it's kind of typical what you think they're kind of reading you they're predicting you know things that are going to happen not long term per se they're trying to figure out the type of person you are they she was she talked a lot i didn't actually talk that much anyway my friend goes first and she was in there for a while me and my other friend were like walking around in the neighborhood i think she was in there for like 45 minutes honestly and we were each going back to back so she was in there for a while and she comes out like like she'd just been crying we're like what like what happened and she was like oh my god like she told me all these things like it was so real she had just gone through a breakup and the psychic knew about it and knew was just like saying all these really accurate things about their relationship and why they couldn't be together and was kind of explaining to her about this new situation in her life and she said to all of us that we would be traveling which okay you could have just known that like anyway so she comes out we're like what happened she's like you know she knew all these things and we're like whoa so then my next friend went next his session was like 10 minutes and he was so disappointed he was like she didn't even like tell me everything she said was like inaccurate and i was trying to like mess with her but not mess with her but he he wasn't giving too much like he he was just trying to see like what she could do and he just wasn't very happy with um her response and it was very short too it was like with the first friend she was so elaborate blah 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 so oh oh, this is what i forgot to mention with the first friend so the first friend goes in and the girl the psychic tells her that she has an emotional blockage and that it's really gonna affect her and she's this blockage and she's not gonna be able to love people because of it and she can clear the blockage for her if she pays her five (laughs) hundred dollars okay so (laughs) That just feels like a scam and not genuine and really not okay to do, especially with someone's emotions and trying to like say they're cursed or whatever and that you have to pay more money to figure out what it is, right? Uh, so that was like, we were really skeptical, but then it was my turn to go. It was the last one to go. I felt like she definitely had some truth to what she was saying. Uh, now this was a long time ago, so I'm trying to remember what she told me. The, the, really the only thing I took from it that I felt was super accurate 
what oh wait she did tell me this one thing about work this was like a time at work where I it was really stressful and she told me that sometimes I feel guilty or so I don't remember what she said I remember at the time it kind of resonated with me but I also feel like I am a very understanding person and I give people the benefit of the doubt I'm not naive I would say that a lot of people would perceive me as being naive but I think I just come off that way but really inside it like have a deep knowing and like what's going on in the situation but I am essentially sometimes an open book so I was kind of like giving her information I was kind of giving her a vibe that I feel like she could easily read off of me okay like I wasn't being closed off or like trying to manipulate her or whatever. Like I was being pretty open. Now she was speaking the whole time. She wasn't really asking me a lot of questions, but she did say that she felt like I had a very strong third eye, but that I ignore it a lot, like with people in my life and that I'm friends with people or I allow certain people to be in my life that I know aren't good for me. And I was like, whoa, that's accurate. That's something I've always dealt with. And I do feel as though that is really true and that I do have a strong intuition about people and I know when I shouldn't be in relationships or friendships with certain people but I just ignore it sometimes it's hard I don't like confrontation I don't like stuff like that I'm getting better at it but anyway that was something I took away from it but yeah I didn't like that she tried to like charge my friend and then we were like all pissed off I don't think I think the reading was like $80 which is still like money I mean it's not like we spent hundreds of dollars but still I mean I kind of really felt guilty after that but it's like a story to tell I'm telling you now and we all thought it was funny that we like all did that together and that was our story of it so that is a bad experience I've had from a psychic another experience I've had was one time at a music festival which isn't that memorable although she did tell me that I'd be working in the fashion industry and that I'd be traveling a lot which I have done I do work in the fashion industry and I have traveled, but you know, she could have, I I don't know. I'm not a skeptic. I want to believe, but there's some people I'm skeptical of. I'm not skeptical of psychics, like the, the idea of psychic. Okay. But I think she could have like seen my outfit and like, obviously I'm a young person. i want to travel a lot like that's kind of like common ground for like a lot of women my age at that time like maybe she could kind of tell but she did say that I was going to be working with children which don't think I'm going to do that I haven't done that before I mean maybe in co- in college I like nannied some but haven't done that one uh and then the other time I've seen a psychic was one time in high school I was going I don't even know if he knows this. This is my ex-boyfriend in high school and we were on a break. Oh my God. I don't, I do not think he knows this, but I went to see a psychic when we were on a break and I'm from Savannah, Georgia and the psychic was on River Street. If you have ever been to Savannah, there's like this creepy little like magical little nook. I don't remember. I think her name, I don't remember her name, but it was a cool psychic she had a lot of good reviews my I made my mom come with me but my mom like waited in the lobby or whatever and she was a good psychic she knew I didn't even say anything and she knew that there was two male figures in my life that were there was some conflict with or like there was something going on and there was another one and then she was right about my boyfriend at the time and she I don't remember exactly what she told me but it definitely gave me clarity Oh, and she knew, she knew that his mom was sick. 
that was crazy. And she knew that it was causing him a lot of stress. So I didn't even say anything to her. So that was like, whoa. I was like, okay, how did you know that? You know, but uh, what else have I done? Oh, okay, wait. The other kind of psychic reading I've had, it wasn't really psychic. It was more astrology reading I had was a few months ago by a girl in LA who was amazing, actually. Now she read my chart. So I feel as though I really believe in astrology because it's literally in this it's in the sky it's the stars it's that is real to me like you can see it it's studied i just think it's so accurate now i'm not gonna like x off someone if they're a libra or virga or whatever like because of their sign i'm not saying i don't like those signs i'm just saying like i'm not gonna not be friends with someone or not be in a relationship with them because of their sign but i do think that it has some some like accuracy and it people are like their sign i really think so <laughs> like even like i'm a cancer so i'm a double cancer actually so my moon's cancer and when i was a little girl i wasn't really into astrology i knew that i was a cancer i knew that i didn't like it because it was the sounded like you know cancer the disease so i was always like upset about that i didn't like that the crab was the symbol like i just I wasn't really into it when I was younger, but when I was a child, I was always obsessed with the moon. My mom would always sing me like lullabies about the moon. It was just like, oh, I was so drawn to the moon as a child. And hello, cancer is ruled by the moon. And I found that out later in life. And I was like, whoa, that makes so much sense. And I think just looking back at my childhood, my life, I really feel as though I am a cancer. And even in the astrology reading, from the chart now your birth chart obviously is you can access your birth chart the day you're born right and it has everything like mapped out for you and an astrologist can read it and kind of explain the trajectory of your life or like the things that will happen in your life so it's not really predicting per se it's already like written in the stars if you will for you and i thought that was super cool i thought this girl was super educated and she just was giving all these good points and she knew about this big life event that happened to me in high school and it was I was like really crazy I was like whoa like that was already gonna happen when I was born that shit is crazy um so yeah those are my psychic experiences and then something that I kind of relate to a psychic psychic experience is an aura photo so I got my a photo taken of my aura so I've gotten it twice the first time was a couple of years ago and you sit down in this chair and you put your hands on like this metal thing it's supposed to read your electromagnetic currents like into this thing you're touching and it captures your energy your aura so when I first got it done I was about to move to LA and I was kind of heartbroken like I was kind of unhappy Okay, so my actually, you know what? I'm gonna go pull, I'm gonna go get the picture so I can read it. Okay, so when I first got it done, maybe I'll post this on the podcast Instagram so you guys can see because this is crazy to me. This is actually so cool, and I feel like this is like real evidence. Okay, so and mind you, I got two of these aura photos in completely different places. So the first one was in Atlanta, Georgia, and the light, like the colors, are very muted, like they're not very bright. There is like a white purple light on my chest a little bit and then around me it goes red, purple, blue. Okay, but it's like very dim and I was like kind of upset too when I got the photo back because I was looking at all the other people's on the walls and there's like bright blue and green and pink, like bright, bright colors and I was like, whoa, like why is mine so low? Like I'm 
vibing on a low frequency right now, right? Okay, so then over about a year, a year later. Okay, so these are a year apart. My second one, I got done in LA. So completely across the country, but same kind of thing. You put your hands on this metal thing and it captures your magnetic energy, whatever. This time, okay, it's the same colors, but it's extremely bright, like way more bright. And this time there's like a bigger line on my chest of white and then it goes red a little bit of pink purple blue like the same order and everything it looks the same which come on that's weird I think this would be a cool experiment to get it done in like different cities different places and see is it like the same like what makes it how does that work like how can they create an invention that captures your aura like what what is it reading off of? I don't think that it's chance. I don't think it's random. Like I think even if it's not your spirit, what are they measuring to make the colors show up for that way? Some other people I know got it in theirs were like green and yellow. Like why? What scientifically on that metal piece they're holding is creating a color? Do you know what I'm saying? Like what tangible thing is it determining like is it my fingerprints my handprints is it something with like the shape like is it reading that and it's like oh when it's this person it's like gonna be red like you know or is is it really our aura and our spirit because sometimes I'm still questioning obviously I'm a curious person I am questioning I love to know I love factual evidence so sometimes like with this psychic stuff I want to believe. I really do. But sometimes I like need the proof. I need the evidence to like confirm that. So this aura thing for me was really confirming. Okay, so now we're going to get into what is a psychic. As always, I've done a little research. I'm going to be like pulling from various different sources. So I am not a scientist. Obviously, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a philosopher. I don't have a PH degree, so please, everything I say, it might not be true. It might not be real. This is just what I'm reading, (laughs) things that I think are interesting and cool. Take what you will from it, but yeah, it's fine. I am not a know-it-all. I know that some of this is probably wrong, but yeah, we're just, this is, this could be fiction and fantasy like the last episode, so just let's just go with it okay so a psychic is a person who claims to have extrasensory perception so that is esp which i'm sure you've heard of and they use this to identify information hidden from the normal senses so something like telepathy clairvoyance so although many people believe in psychic abilities there is no scientific evidence that there is proof of existence of such powers So this would be classified as a pseudoscience. A pseudoscience consists of statements, beliefs, and practices that claim to be both scientific and factual, but are incompatible with the scientific method. So essentially, this would mean that psychic, psychic abilities, ESP, all of these would be considered supernatural. 
the definition though of supernatural because like we always say oh like ghosts paranormal activity and angels demons spirits like magic these are all things that are quote-unquote supernatural the definition of supernatural refers to the phenomena or entities that are beyond the laws of nature so mostly supernatural is featured in fairy tales folklore and religious context so scientific laws or the laws of science are statements based on repeated experiences or observations so something that describes or predicts a range of natural phenomena so we've got physics chemistry astronomy geoscience biology biology um even mathematics you know these are all different subjects across this field okay so back to esp esp is also called the sixth sense which i'm sure you guys have heard of as humans we have five senses we can see we can smell we can hear we can taste and we can feel so essentially esp would be the sixth sense so we have six different senses so this is something that is paranormal and it's not recognized with physical sense but it's sensed with the mind so in the 1930s at duke university in north carolina there was a card game created called the zener card now they're called esp cards and they're basically a set of five different cards you may have seen them before i specifically remember this one magazine i got from the library i think in middle school and it was all about like psychic stuff and mental games and like whatever and basically a telepathy experiment so there's five different cards the symbols are the circle the square the wavy line the cross and the star so the way it's played is that the sender looks at a series of cards while the receiver the other person guesses the symbols so to try to observe psychic abilities this would be played and people would you know do different trials and test how many they got right and if they had a certain feeling or intuition that the star was going to be the star do you get what i mean i'm sure you've seen even on tiktok like the intuition test and it's like a girl holding like a rock or a crystal and she's like intuition test like guess the color of this rock and it gives you like 10 15 seconds and then she opens her hand and it's like an orange purple yellow rock and uh definitely have partaked in those not all the time do i get it right which is annoying because I feel like my intuition is pretty high but sometimes I think we do second guess ourselves with intuition and yes I believe that intuition is something deep within your body like in your gut as you know they call it a gut feeling which I'll get into but I do also think that it is an initial reaction like I I think that intuition is pretty quick I don't think it's to be confused with impulsiveness because impulsiveness is also a very quick reaction but I don't I think impulsivity would be something that's on the forefront of the mind not deep in the soul to be impulsive and to react impulsively is quick and something that's upsetting you surface level where intuition I think is something much more deep than that so in the modern era we have like i said the example oh so here's the actual terminology for the aura photos it's called curlian photography curlian photography is a collection of photographic techniques used to capture the phenomenon of electric electrical coronal coronal electrical coronal i don't know if i'm saying that right discharges so the technique is also known as electro electrography electrography (laughs) these are some big ass words today 
So first, a sheet of photographic film is placed on top of a metal plate. Then the object that is being photographed, the person, would be placed on top of the film. So maybe that's what you're touching. And then you would capture the electrical coronal discharge between the object and the metal plate that you're touching. And then the photograph, which shows a light glowing around the silhouette, becomes visible after you develop the film. Basically, it became pop popular among professional scientists because this machine was capturing the aura of living entities so of course there's some people who don't believe this there's some myths around it but it says that new age spiritualists attribute significant importance to the aura they believe that specially trained aura readers can provide essential insights into a person's spiritual emotional and physical state definitely think auras are real i mean have you ever been around someone and they just have terrible energy or like really amazing energy i think maybe i talked about this in another episode i'm not sure but definitely feel like all of that is real so you know this kind of goes into this whole psychic world so the word psychic is derived from the greek word siokikos which is of the mind or the mental i hope that i'm saying that right i am greek my father was born and raised in greece i should know this I hope I'm saying that right. So this Greek word also means soul. So in Greek mythology, the maiden Psyche was the deification of the human soul. Psyche is from the tale of Cupid and Psyche. Ooh, so it's a tale that concerns the overcoming of obstacles of love between Psyche and their ultimate union in a sacred marriage. Wow, interesting. Actually, this story is so insane and so long. I would love to know if you guys are interested in me doing an episode on Greek mythology. So fascinating to me. Um, I'm actually going to Greece at the end of March. And the place that I'm going is there's a lake there that apparently was the gate to the underworld. So that's going to be really interesting. I'm really excited to go there. Definitely going to bring my sage and my good energy to ward off any weird spirits. But yeah i would love to do a greek mythology episode like before that trip or maybe after the trip to like share my experience of anything that i felt there you know so i'm not going to go into the whole cupid and psyche story because i'll save that for another episode but basically that is where the word is derived from so if you go on google right now and you type in psychic near me or psychic talk to psychic i mean there are so many websites you got real psychic readings 24 7 chat with a live psychic now five legit psychic sites and then if you look at like near me i mean in la there's so many psychics let's see how many there are in los angeles oh my gosh i mean there's like hundreds hundreds and some of these places you know have 125 star reviews 25 plus years in business like what what is he doing what this guy's name is jack rook okay so oh so this is really interesting this is actually what else okay so on this guy's website it says that he's a modern mystic he's internationally recognized as an extrasensory expert and he's been on all these tv shows abc news nbc fox showtime the sci-fi channel and here's what's super interesting which i actually was going to talk about so he has worked on missing persons cases it says that fox hired him to profile the casey anthony and john benet ramsey mysteries in 2012 whoa but did he find out anything that's super interesting but he it says that he has a humble holistic approach which love holistic medicine i already do believe in that 
uh whoa this is so weird and interesting okay but that's actually what i actually want to get into is that psychics and mediums who have helped crime cases okay so in 1987 and on june 9th 27 year old new orleans residents angela diagle met a friend for dinner and a few rounds of pool it turned into a long night of drinking and after which diagle was never seen alive again when the news of diagle's appearance reached his sister in southern california she sought the help of of a psychic to pick up where new orleans police who did not suspect foul play had left off so the psychic placed a finger on the photo of the missing person and sensed immediately that he was dead according to her testimony in the murder trial that followed the psychic also correctly identified where the body would be found a new orleans swamp the discovery helped break the case which resulted in the conviction of two men who ended up testifying that they killed him for sport ew it says that the psychic actually passed away in 2015 and she was the first psychic ever to be placed on the witness stand in a murder trial whoa that's interesting they even put her on the trial that's crazy because she she had an uh, she knew she, and it was right okay so here's another one on november 23rd 1982 18 year old amy hoffman left her part-time job at a shopping mall in new jersey but apparently never got farther than the parking lot the next day, her car was found where she had parked it. The driver door was open and foul play was immediately suspected. When the police couldn't find any evidence, they approached Nancy Weber, a local psychic they'd successfully worked with in the past. Nancy, who had already had visions of Hoffman's body and the assault that she had endured before being killed, led police on an investigative trial that ultimately ended with the murder conviction of James something last name i don't know how to pronounce who uh had struck again killing a different 25 year old whoa i mean this article here shows about 20 different instances where police force used a psychic so actually on the u.s department of justice's website the office of justice programs there is an article here that is called psychics and police work so it says that the usefulness of psychics and in police investigations is controversial right psychics have long been and will undoubtedly continue to be involved in unsolved criminal investigations so whoa okay that's super interesting this, this is really cool to me because this is kind of showing some evidence that psychics can really have these abilities to have these premonitions of things happening or things that did happen or visuals of where things could have taken place or people that could have been involved this right here to me is is evidence for for something this is actually super cool because if you've ever seen the show twin peaks you'll know that agent cooper is pretty psychic himself and he has these visions these dreams of different characters that took place in the murder of laura palmer now i'm not going to give any spoilers because i highly suggest watching twin peaks it is the best show i've ever seen can't believe i waited so long to watch it i i literally just started it like a month ago and i'm not finished yet but it is incredible and he uses a lot of his psychic abilities to solve the crime and he ends up solving the crime because he has a dream multiple different dreams and visions of the different clues that lead him to different places like little riddles all kinds of things so i definitely think that, that is so interesting and i wow whoa 
I mean, I, I really believe in the strength of the mind. I think the mind is so, so powerful, more powerful than we realize. I mean, I know there's like this theory that we only use a little bit of percentage of our brain. I'm not really sure how much that is true, but I, I would say that maybe people who are blessed with these abilities or some people who have more psychic abilities than other maybe are using more, more of their brain possibly. Actually, I found an old Playboy magazine that I have at my house and there's a really interesting article in it called The Medicine in the Mind. And I just thought that this was good factual evidence of how strong the mind really can be and how powerful it can be. And it talks about how some people get sick and some don't and how a lot of doctors actually think the answer lies not in the body but in the spirit. Like my dad, for example, my dad never gets sick. Okay. One time I had the flu when I was younger, he got it from me. And then he was like, I'm not going to be sick by tomorrow. And then his, he was fine the next day. I was sick for like two weeks. He had COVID like last year and was, had COVID for like two days and then tested negative. Like he, he's taught me this mindset that he just doesn't when he starts to feel sick, he literally like tells himself, no, I'm not. (laughs) And he's okay. And I've really have tried that because I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac. I really hate when I get sick. I get really anxious when I'm sick, but I've really learned a lot from him that it is mind over matter for, for sure. And the more you believe 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 positive thoughts it's gonna be okay i'm gonna be okay like usually it's it's true and i've gotten over sicknesses now faster because i have this positive mindset i'm not saying that just having a positive mindset is gonna get you from not getting sick or gonna make your illness better i don't i don't know that i don't know if that's real but from my own experience when i had COVID in november it wasn't too bad because it just i wasn't scared like the first time i had COVID, i was so scared and i felt like it made me more sick because i was freaking out but the second time was okay like i was okay i was like okay you know what it's fine i'm gonna be okay i'm gonna rest i'm gonna be healthy and i feel like it's it's really helped now intuition i believe intuition is real without a doubt intuition is real i know this because i have a strong intuition i've met other people that have strong intuitions i've met people who have little to zero intuition no offense to them but they just don't have an inner conscious voice but i do think there is a way to strengthen your intuition and we're gonna touch on that we're gonna i'm gonna explain how i think you can strengthen your intuitive abilities i don't know if intuition is psychic i think intuition like i said before is like a deep knowing in your stomach and your body and your soul maybe that's what psychics feel i would say i have had a few psychic experiences where i just know something's gonna happen or have a really good feeling about something and it it comes true or i have a bad feeling about something and i leave a situation or i know something's gonna happen and that comes true Now, sometimes I would say that intuition can get confused with paranoia or anxiety. Like, as a woman, if you're walking late at night home alone, why would you be doing that? But if you are walking uh, and you feel just like this overwhelming feeling that like, you know, something's going to happen or like someone's behind you or like whatever, uh, I think you should still listen to that voice regardless, even if you are paranoid. Because that is still a gut feeling and you really never know. And sometimes, have you ever like been driving or I don't know, you're walking somewhere and you get a feeling not to go that way or to make the turn here instead of 
how you would have gone and then you see that there was a wreck on the highway like that just happened and if you would have not done that one thing you know you never know what could have happened but you had that feeling that you shouldn't have gotten out the door yet or you had a feeling you should have taken this turn instead of that turn I think all of that is real and I think I think that from a religious standpoint you could say that is God that is the universe those are your spirit angels guiding you yes agree with that let's say it's some sort of universal slash or god whatever you believe in that's sending those signals down to you i believe where you feel it is in your intuition if that makes sense like yeah i think that it's the universe some sort of higher power telling you these things and you're feeling it in your gut and that's how you're receiving the message For example, in real life, if you look at baseball players, the average fastball in the Major League Baseball is pitched at at speeds greater than 90 miles per hour, okay? That ball is going fast. And the hitter has no more than 150 milliseconds, which is literally the blink of an eye, to decide whether or not to swing. That's pretty crazy. They just just know when to hit the ball. Okay, also, when you're looking at like a, a new house or a new apartment, and you go view the space sometimes you get this overwhelming feeling no this is not the right place for me or yes this place feels so great and so amazing like you just can feel feel these things and I guess some people don't have these feelings I'm not sure listeners if you guys have felt this way before but uh for example I went to tour an apartment a few days ago and it just felt so right it felt so right and I've been to other apartments or I've walked in weird rooms in homes where it just felt the energy Ooh, it's like something's off in here I don't know if it's a ghost I don't know if it's some weird energy but something's off like I think that's intuition I do and Mr. Albert Einstein once quoted intuition is nothing but the outcome of earlier intellectual experience so it suggests that intuition is not only the result of pattern recognition from the accumulation of your experiences but potentially from millennia of evolution so past experience people who came before us experiencing different things uh giving us ooh, i don't know the energy the the something i mean you've ever heard of uh what is the generational trauma like the people who in our generation who've experienced traumatic events or gone through huge events in history who have been traumatized essentially and passed passed down even to the babies who have not experienced that but through these generations like what is that is that come on that's something in spirit i think so to help develop your inner voice your intuition i believe the first thing you need to do is learn how to listen to yourself listen to your body listen to those feelings you get when something's not right or i mean even something as simple as like when you're hungry right you're listening you're listening to your body your body is hungry or when you're full now you stop eating when you're tired you go to sleep when your muscles are sore after a workout maybe you take a rest day like listen to yourself don't go against your body because i think that that would be disrupting your intuition i also think it's important to regularly reflect on yourself like something i started doing i haven't really kept up with it but something i started doing was keeping a mood tracker so how am i feeling in this current moment did you know that there is like i think i don't remember what it, i think it's like 70 no it's not 70 it's like okay so 
the patterns of emotions are categorized into 25 different emotions. But I, 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 no, no, no. I think there's way more emotions than that. And I saw in another, yeah, here's another article that says that humans can experience over 34,000 different emotions. <laughs> That's pretty wild. So, you know, regularly check in re- with yourself. I think meditation is huge to really tap in yoga working out anything with that mind body connection where you're like really in the zone like really zen and it can take a while like even when I meditate it's kind of hard your mind runs and (laughs) does flips and twists in all kinds of different directions but I think that the more you do it the easier it becomes something also that I'm reading is doing more right brain exercises so the right side of your brain is more creative while the left side of your brain is more analytical so you know playing around with different creative tools sketching painting something i've really been into lately is creative writing prompts oh something actually that's really cool this is a little practice to do is go on futureme.com or org and write a letter to your future self i know this is kind of like different from psychic abilities but write a letter to your future self you could do six months a year I did a 10-year one which was pretty crazy it took me like an hour to write it and it was really really good practice because I was like whoa like I'm telling a story to my future self basically and I'm also reflecting on my whole life up until this moment or I didn't do my whole life but I did like the past few years and like how I'm feeling right now and I also did like some goals and manifestations that I hope my 10 year self, my 10 year from now self when I'm 33 will have. So that was really cool. Do some things like that. You can even Google creative writing prompts. Like get yourself creative and flowing. All those things I said, I think is like the first step and really being in tune with yourself. And I really think that's all you need. Now, you can like Google intuition tests. There are some tests online. I don't know. I don't know. Some of them I think like, like like the tiktok things like you might be upset if you like get it wrong and sometimes i think we get confused and that's why i think the first few steps that i said practicing really being in tune in tune with yourself is like the most important then you can maybe like do these tests see if you're trusting yourself and your like first initial gut feeling i think that females are labeled as having a deeper intuition over men obviously I'm biased because I'm a woman I do think there's something special about being a woman and having a knowing like you know they say that mothers have a knowing when their child is hurt or in distress and there there is evidence of that so you know you could say that those are psychic abilities the mom knows when something is wrong but actually I would argue that and say that I do think that men also have the ability to be very intuitive, emotional. I just think because of this whole society thing that men don't have emotions or they're not emotionally intelligent, you know, some men, uh, that they're, they just like don't have as much intuition as women. I think that that's probably a misconception. I do think that men probably equally have as much intuition as women because I know guys in my life, like, one of my friends sometimes will have dreams. He's a Pisces, so I feel like that has something to do with it. But he has like dreams, like premonitions of things that will happen. Or he'll, he'll get feelings of things. Or he'll be like, don't do that. Or like, do that. Like he is the same is in the way that sometimes I 
I feel as though I get these strong feelings to act on something. And even my dad, uh, this is like little, but sometimes uh, when I text him, when I call him, he'd be like, whoa, he'd be like I was just about to text you. I was just about to call you. I was just thinking about you. So maybe it's a parent thing. I don't know, but super cool. I definitely do want to believe in this. I do think that, like I said in the beginning of the episode, there are scammers out there who are using their abilities for wrong and obviously they're they're commercializing on their abilities and they're charging people so i i don't know how i feel about that i think it's super cool if psychics are working with police force to figure out missing missing people cases and um unsolved crimes that is really cool to me i do think the psychics are real i do think they're real and i think it might not be exactly what you think it might not be this fortune teller image you have in your head but i do think there are some people out there even like mediums that you see like celebrity mediums people who know things that they couldn't possibly have known i mean even on the internet there might not even be evidence they couldn't possibly have known unless some something some spirit some some something in their mind is is telling them information or they're getting certain frequencies sent to their brains to tell them details of you know someone passing away or whatever but i think you have to take it all with a grain of salt with anything we're gonna say we figure this one out no we're not because we never fully i never feel like we fully say yes or no to something there's always up for elaboration and debate so we're gonna say maybe on this one okay you know what time it is Okay, use a little different one today. That was a little bit more mysterious for this episode. Okay, so as always, this question is coming from the game. We're not really strangers. This one is actually from their Instagram. Okay, would you rather relive your worst heartbreak or erase the person from your memory? Oh, ooh. Okay, <laughs> that's a heavy one because... Well, not really. I mean, I definitely would not want to relive my worst heartbreak. But also, I feel like if you erase them, are you going to forget the experiences as well? Because I learned a lot from the the relationship I'm thinking of. I learned a lot from it. And I wouldn't want to take away that experience to potentially mess up again or make the same mistake twice. I don't know. I think I think that I would relive it. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but because it was so painful. Heartbreak is the worst. It's the worst. But you know what? After you're over it, it is there's nothing like that feeling of being over someone and over the heartbreak and coming out of it stronger, not giving a fuck about that person anymore, respectfully. Like there really is nothing better than that and you learn so much about yourself about what you want about what you don't want how you want to be treated your self-worth oh my gosh i think i'm gonna relive it i'm gonna relive it because i know that i'll be okay afterwards and i know that i'll have a good group of friends and i'll just be a stronger better person and i know that i'll get over them because i'm over them now so i'll know that it'll be fine Wow. What did you guys think? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. 
Um, as always, you can go to Chronicles of a Curious Soul on Instagram and you can suggest the next week's topic. You can give me feedback, opinions, ask a question, whatever your heart desires. Thank you guys so much and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.